In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis as it looks like we're about to recapture 42,000. Also breaking news, X launches dedicated payments account and the crypto community speculates. I'll be breaking this down for you. As well as Franklin Templeton CEO says she's seen Bitcoin demand around the world touting suite of opportunities in crypto. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin ETFs amass a whopping 95,000 BTC in six days, approaching $4 billion in assets under management, as well as BlackRock seeks SEC approval to offer options on their spot Bitcoin ETF. Meanwhile, iShares Bitcoin Trust now holds 28,622 BTC in one freaking week, family. Now, quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, these two guys are loving the Bitcoin sale going on right now. Wouldn't be surprised if major news hits the tape next week, referring to the Saudis making a massive 1 million Bitcoin purchase launching a $100,000 God candle. He also says, loving the price action, wouldn't be surprised if this news hits the tape next week in regards to Qatar transferring or converting their half a trillion sovereign wealth fund into Bitcoin. I'll be breaking all this down for you. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Congrats, fam. We're back in the green. Happy Sunday, fun day. Church is officially in session. You know I'd be preaching the holy gospel of Satoshi each and every day. Uh, today is pod episode number 1529. I'm your host, JV, and today is January 21st, 2024. Let's dive right in with our market watch as we have Bitcoin pumping and the market back in the green here on Sunday. You can see Bitcoin up a quarter percent, hovering above 41,900 and about to recapture 42 Gs, baby. We have Ether, also up a half a percent, maintaining just under 2,500, while BNB, Solana, Cardano, and XRP are also in the green, uh, but barely on the day. And zooming out on the monthly, we got Bitcoin down 4.5%, Ether up 11%, BNB is the big gainer, up 19%, while Cardano bleeding on the monthly, down roughly 19%, and you got XRP below that, trade uh, down 11% on the month. Also, AVAX down 27% and Polkadot down 17%. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap sits at 1.64 trillion with a roughly 31 billion in volume for the past 24 hours. So volume is down 20% today. And we have the Bitcoin dominance back on the decline at 49.7% with the Ether dominance sticking at around 18 0.1%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours, we have Manta up 9.5%, trading at $2.50, followed by Ronin up 8%, trading at $2.45, followed by the Pith Network up 7%, trading above 43 cents. Below that, we have Astar, Satoshi Vision, Frax, Share, and Thorchain. Now, which altcoins are you most bullish on for this bull run, 2024-2025? Holla at your boy. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective. You can see the majority of the alts back in the green after a pretty bloody overall week for the altcoin market. Some of the biggest gainers are Ron, Astar, 
and Satoshi Vision, along with Pith, as I mentioned earlier, and zooming out on the monthly, you can see still some pretty impressive gains. Uh, Say is up 94%, SC 81%, Celestia 38%, and PLS 91.6%. Shout out to DJ, he just gifted a MicroStrategy membership of the channel to Boz Dragon. So congratulations, Boz. We do truly have the most incredible community you guys are always giving. Yesterday, there was over 20 memberships given away on the channel, so it pays to comment and be active in the chat fam. Uh, also, checking out the Crypto Greed Infer Index, we're currently rated at 56 greed. Yesterday, 52. Last week, 60. And last month, a 74 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. And with that being shared, now let's dive into today's Bitcoin TA, aka Astrology for Men, and see where the Bitcoin price action is likely to take us next. Bitcoin edged closer to 42 Gs, baby into the January 21st weekly close with time almost up on a grim week for the bulls. Here looking at the Bitcoin one hour chart and we're right on the cusp of reclaiming 42,000. Now trading view showed the Bitcoin price stabilizing around 41 Gs over the weekend and Bitcoin previously dipped to a low of 40,270 on Bitstamp, its lowest since December 11th. And I believe the high for the past 22 months is roughly 49,000 before we corrected. And while not delivering major downside, Bitcoin offered little hope to those seeking new highs with market participants looking ahead to the weekly close and return of the Wall Street trading. Quoting Rec Capital, Bitcoin has indeed dropped into the weekly range low after flipping black into new resistance. Weekly close below the range low would be bearish and could begin the breakdown process. He also says Bitcoin has indeed dropped. Oh, I think I guess I just read that and they repeated it. So there you go. Let me know if you agree or disagree with uh, Rack Capital. And also another trader, Crypto Tony, he maintained the possibility of a trip below 40 Gs to come between now and April's block subsidy having, as he shared here on X. Uh, cheers to Miguel and everyone who is subscribing. Maggie, we appreciate all subscriptions to the channel, fam. Much love. So Tony said, uh, Bitcoin update, mid-range at the moment, but 38 Gs I expect as we grind towards the having in April legends. Let me know if you agree that we can touch 38,000. Now, founder of Crypto Fund, Asymmetric, meanwhile noted, his name is Joe McCann, how little trading volume Bitcoin was now seeing. Quoting him here, Bitcoin volumes have been absolutely decimated post-ETF launch as expected. The spread between implied and realized volume is the widest it has been in a very long time. Now all eyes are on the GBTC sales, which is most likely what's been causing the havoc in the market. The United States spot Bitcoin ETFs continue to be the source a particular interest. As reported, these increased their assets under management to nearly $4 billion since the January 11th launch, helping reduce the impact of selling from the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, GBTC. The latter itself, now an ETF, saw outflows as a result of both high maintenance fees and the desire for existing investors to cash out as par versus spot. Now, cheers uh, to Eric. We appreciate you joining as a member of the channel. So welcome to the MicroStrategy fam. Now, previously, GBTC shares traded at up to a 48% discount versus Bitcoin. GBTC saw outflows of $1.17 billion since its conversion from a trust to an ETF. And quoting trading firm QCP Capital, this is not surprising since GBTC has traded at a discount since 2020 as low as negative 48% at the start of 2023. This ETF conversion has been a long-awaited chance for the GBTC hodlers to exit at par value. The question is how much more a GBTC's current $25.4 billion in assets under management 
will exit? That's a great question. They were once and still the largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world at roughly 620,000 Bitcoin. But at the level they're dumping, they're back in the 500,000 range. And how much more Bitcoin will they dump is the million dollar question. Quoting uh, them here again, the next major crypto events are the Bitcoin halving mid-April, roughly 90 days out. And the potential ETH spot ETF approvals for May, I would definitely say the Bitcoin halving of 2024 is a thousand times more significant than any Ethereum ETF approvals. But what are your thoughts, family? Let me know. But anyways, family, keep pumping the likes to pump the stream. I appreciate all the interaction, but we got a lot to cover. So let's dive into our next story of the day, discuss the latest with these X payments. The headline reads, X launches dedicated payments account and the crypto community speculates. So here's what's going on. Elon's everything app formerly Twitter, created a dedicated account for its upcoming payment feature, fueling crypto community speculation about whether cryptocurrencies will be implemented. Million dollar question right here. There is anticipation that the X app will introduce an in-app payment service by mid-2024. However, it's unconfirmed whether the feature will support payments beyond traditional fiat currencies. So there you go. Now, while no posts have been made on the account yet, it holds the gold badge, indicating it's a verified organization. Additionally, it carries the X badge, suggesting it's suggested or associated with X. Now, in a post, crypto researcher Mason shared with his followers his excitement about the possibility of seeing crypto that starts with an X on the app, such as XRP, Stellar, and X. DC. What do you guys think regarding that? Here's the guy's post right here. I want to see a massive crypto integration from X. Change the world, Elon. Set the fire to the SEC plus the banks with this play. Now, I guess it becomes a question. Do you think Elon works for those powers that be just referenced? Or do you think he's his own boss and he became a the most wealthiest man in the world by going against the grain of the powers that be? Let me know your honest thoughts, family. You already know my answer. Meanwhile, Musk has incorporated Dogecoin for payments on Tesla's merchandise store, along with occasionally mentioning it on social media. Many speculate that it's the most likely crypto to be included on X if any were to be featured. Now, if he didn't feature crypto, what would you think about Elon? Or hypothetically, let's say he did feature Doge and the only crypto was exclusively Doge and he didn't integrate Bitcoin. Then what would you think about Elon, let me know. The crypto community analyzed subtle hints from Musk and X over time, suggesting a potential interest in Doge for upcoming projects. In a October 2023 report, uh, a meme featuring a dog answering a phone call, prompting the Dogecoin community to decipher its meaning, which is interesting. Grok or Grok, I don't even know how to pronounce that, but that's ultimately the platform of AI, which is launched on the X platform. So I take Elon is behind that as well. Crypto researcher took tokenizer, inform his followers. He believes X has shifted its attention away from crypto-friendly content. I noticed that as well. In 2023, X implemented a revenue-sharing system for ads, allowing content creators to monetize their content within the app. Kudos to him for that because I received my first income for, I just recently turned it on on X. I noticed it. And my first income was like 200 
$50 range. So you can now monetize your X post, which is pretty cool. I get roughly two to three million impressions per month. So just to give you some insights, my first check uh, deposited directly into my bank uh, was basically 250 bucks. But anyways, he says, feels like X has cut the payments for crypto content lately. He explains he was getting 40 to $70 checks a few months ago and it went down to 16. But as I mentioned, I just turned that mofo on and I just got my first I mean, payment from them. So they are allowing you to monetize, obviously, crypto as my, all my content's 100% crypto. The payment system is based on total impressions content creators accumulate, so it is likely to vary between periods. Since Musk acquired Twitter, wow, all the way back in April 2022, almost two years ago, there have been many predictions about the pace at which it will evolve into a completely new platform and the potential integration of crypto. Given his ongoing commentary throughout the years and in July of 2023, as reported, uh, Musk believes that X will eventually be able to offer people the ability to conduct your entire financial world. So ultimately, it's like the everything app. There's an app in China that basically does everything. In fact, it may even be called the everything app. I don't remember. It's been a while. But let me know, family. Clearly, he's looking to take over and have his hands in everything with this everything like X thing, but let me know your thoughts. Anyways, keep the comments pumping. Let's dive into our next story of the day. We're going to discuss uh, the Bitcoin demand as the article reads here. Uh, Franklin Templeton CEO says she has seen Bitcoin demand around the world and touts suites of opportunities. And after the stream ends on YouTube, uh, exclusively on Rumble, we're going to be doing JV reacts. And I'm actually going to react to this six minute interview. But here's some of the highlights. The perception of Bitcoin as a safe haven asset provides a price floor for Bitcoin, according to Jenny Johnson, the president and chief executive of global investment giant Franklin Templeton. Johnson says in a new interview with CNBC that the demand for Bitcoin is is evident after the launch of the new spot Bitcoin ETFs. Franklin Templeton's Bitcoin ETF was one of the 11 apps approved by the US SEC just last week. The CEO also notes that they view Bitcoin as just one of a sweep of opportunities in the blockchain space, citing the company's decision to launch the first U.S. registered mutual fund to use a public blockchain to process transactions and record share ownership. Johnson says the ETS will open up access to BTC, but she also notes that people using Bitcoin as protection to keep a floor on the price. Quoting her here, one of the things that made me a believer is I went around the world talking to people. I had somebody who said, I keep 50% of my savings in Bitcoin because if I say the wrong thing in my country, I could have my assets confiscated. Preach. I wonder if she interviewed JV. Nah, if it was JV, it'd be like, I keep 100% of my savings in Bitcoin because if I say the wrong thing in my country, I would have my assets confiscated, just so you know. But anyways, back to her. I remember talking to somebody in Israel who said, my parents and their parents had all of their assets confiscated. They keep a portion of their savings in Bitcoin. So there is a fear component to it that is considered almost an insurance or safety component. Preach. But I also think it is really important to fueling what is the next real opportunity in this blockchain world. So shout out to her right here, the Franklin Templeton CEO. Also, Franklin Templeton account on X recently updated their profile pic to have Benjamin Franklin with laser eyes. And you already know what laser eyes symbolize, fam. And to watch the interview she did on your own accord, check the show notes below the video in the description. Let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss these Bitcoin ETFs in a little more detail. As the headline reads, Bitcoin ETFs amassed 95,000 BTC in six days and now approaching $4 billion in assets under management. 
the recently approved spot ETFs now collectively hold 95,000 Bitcoin after only six days of trading with roughly $4 billion in assets under management. And in data disclosed by Eric Balchunas, a senior ETF analyst at Bloomberg, the capital influx into the recently launched ETFs have surpassed the outflows from the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Let's go. GBTC's assets under management have decreased by $2.8 billion in the first six days of trading. That's pretty crazy. And amongst the ETFs, Fidelity's and BlackRock's iShares, Bitcoin Trust have both had over $1.2 billion in inflows. And although FBTC has slightly higher inflows, iBit currently has more in assets under management. And with $1.4 billion compared to Fidelity's nearly $1.3 billion, as Balchunas points out here, you can see day six highlighted in the yellow. You can see the totals and you can see how much Bitcoin is currently being held. Fidelity now has over 30,000 BTC, like whoa, and iShares uh, 33,000, which is virtually BlackRock. You got ARC 21 shares, it looks like with 9,000. Invesco 6,000. You got VanEck with over 10,000. Uh, I'm sorry, that was Bitwise with over 10,000. 2,500 for VanEck and the list goes on and on. So Invesco's ETF came in third and has maintained steady growth. Friday, January 19th, marked its best day for inflows, attracting over 63 million. And although its total assets under management have not surpassed the 200 million mark, VanX ETF also had its best day for inflows on Friday, pushing its total assets under management beyond $100 million. And on the fifth trading day, the Bitcoin ETFs netted a combined $440 million in Bitcoin from investors, according to data gathered by uh, CC15 Capital. BlackRock's iBit led the way with 8,700 BTC, valued at nearly 358 million. The data revealed that nine ETFs, excluding Grayscale, acquired almost 68,500 BTC, valued at around 2.8 billion since their inception. Meanwhile, January 18th, Balchunas shared data emphasizing the newborn nine, his term for the new spot Bitcoin ETFs, excluding GBTC, experiencing a 34% increase in daily trading volume by the fifth day of trading. So how do you think trading volume will likely commence as we move on the next week here with Monday, markets reopening. Let me know, family. So let's dive into our next story. Got a few more things to share with you. Let's discuss the latest here with BlackRock before we dive into the most recent news with a 1 million Bitcoin buy-in for clarity. We're not talking 1 million worth of Bitcoin. We're talking 1 million BTC, massive difference, family. But anyways, here we go. The headline reads, BlackRock seeks SEC approval to offer options on spot Bitcoin ETFs. iShares Bitcoin Trust now holds over 28,620 Bitcoin. BlackRock, as we know, is the world's largest asset manager, is seeking to offer options on its spot Bitcoin ETF, the iShares Bitcoin Trust. Meanwhile, NASDAQ, which lists and trades iBit filed a proposed rule change, Form 19B4, with the U.S. SEC on Friday to list and trade options on iBit. In its SEC filing, here's what the NASDAQ explained. The exchange believes that offering options on the trust iBit will benefit investors by providing them with an additional, relatively lower-cost investing tool to gain exposure to spot Bitcoin, as well as hedging vehicle to meet their investment needs in connection with Bitcoin products, in positions. Bloomberg analyst Safar commented, the SEC has already acknowledged the 19B4s requesting the ability to trade options on spot Bitcoin ETFs. This is faster than SEC typically moves. And he also opined, options could be approved before the end of February if the SEC wants to move fast. At the absolute earliest, options are still 21 plus 
days away. And following NASDAQ's filing, the SEC opened the comment period for the proposed rule change to list and trade options on iShares Bitcoin Trust. The comment period lasts for 21 days after the publication in the Federal Register. And since its launch January 19th, BlackRock iShares Bitcoin Trust has accumulated a whopping 28,622 Bitcoins with a market value of $1.2 billion as of January 8th, as disclosed right here. Spot Bitcoin ETFs have seen strong trading volume since they launched January 11th. Uh, Balchunas detailed the nine Spot Bitcoin ETFs and saw another jump in volume on Friday up 12% compared to Thursday and 53%. From Wednesday, he called it a rare phenomenon. The analyst further noted that Fidelity Wise Origin Bitcoin Fund and BlackRock's iBit are in a legit duel to be number one or the one. Nonetheless, he emphasized, all of them posting huge numbers for newbies. Competition is making them hustle twice as hard. Now, we all know competition is a beautiful thing. The SEC approved all 11 spot Bitcoin ETFs January 10th. And besides Grayscale's Bitcoin ETF, which converted from their Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, we have BlackRock's iBit leading the pack in terms of total trading volume and closely followed by Fidelity's FBTC, which I think is the most hilarious uh, ticker of them all. Now, Grayscale's Bitcoin ETF has seen significant outflow of Bitcoin since January 12th. The trust has witnessed a cumulative outflow of 50,106 BTC. Good Lord. Valued at more than $2 billion, and according to Balchunas, BlackRock Spot Bitcoin ETF is at the top 15 of all ETFs by assets and the top 2% by daily trading volume. That's right. Now, check this out. The volume of the Bitcoin ETFs have actually surpassed silver. I don't know how long the silver ETFs have been trading, but a very long time. It only took Bitcoin one week to topple silver. Now, already we're one third of the way of basically taking over gold as well. So let that sink in. In one week, the ETF volume has eclipsed silver and is on the way of overtaking gold. Now, the gold uh, market cap, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's probably roughly 13 trillion at this time and stage. Uh, Bitcoin is probably just north of 800 billion. So we have a long ways to go and climb, but you already know Bitcoin has taken over and eventually all these assets will trend towards zero against the king, just as they have been over the past 15 years. Let me know your thoughts on that. Now for our featured story of the day, we're going to be discussing a 1 million Bitcoin buy, but don't get it twisted. I'm not talking $1 million. That wouldn't even be significant. We're talking about 1 million BTC, which would be a humongous buy. Keep that in mind. Satoshi's wallets collectively hold 1.1 million Bitcoin. Well, what if one sovereign wealth fund or one country were to purchase a million Bitcoin. That's what we're going to be discussing right now. Here's some thoughts from Max Kaiser. He posted this January 19th. So this was two days ago, already got uh, a quarter million views. He wrote, these two guys are loving the Bitcoin sale going on right now. Wouldn't be surprised if major news hits the tape next week. Now, this was off the back of a post he made December 29th, a few weeks ago, where he wrote, these two are teaming up to make Larry Fink, which is ultimately BlackRock, and Michael Saylor look like peanuts with a buy order of 1 million BTC in a $100,000 God candle. Send it. So this is ultimately the prince of Saudi Arabia. We're talking about oil money entering Bitcoin. This is significant. Also, there was a news story a few weeks ago I covered on the pod that the largest oil company in Saudi Arabia, which is uh, Saudi Armaco, uh, correct me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, 
But anyways, they partnered with the largest uh, Japanese bank, which is SBI Holdings, and they're looking to get into digital assets. What's the number one digital asset on the planet? Bitcoin. <laughs> he also wrote here, you don't change Bitcoin, Bitcoin changes you. Facts and Jamie Dimon and Cuffs. Let me know if you agree with that. If you'd love to see Jamie Dimon and Cuffs, put a one in the live chat. I can't stand the guy personally, and I think he belongs next to Bankman Freed in a prison cell, but hey, I digress. He also shared here, loving the price action. Wouldn't be surprised if big news hits the tape next week. And here, he's referring to a post he did December 3rd. I have one word for you, $100,000. Bitcoin God Candle fans, Qatar. The rumors are getting very loud on this. Their sovereign wealth fund is rumored to be looking to buy a half a trillion dollars worth of Bitcoin. Now that would be a very clearly substantial uh, purchase. He also wrote here, doubling down on these thoughts, the Saudis will make Sailor look like a peanut, 100%, a $500 billion buy order triggering a God candle is a done deal. And this was off the back of the news shared here, breaking news, the big oil money to enter Bitcoin, the 90-year-old Saudi Arabian Salafic clerk, uh, clerk, writes a fatwa deeming Bitcoin acceptable under Islam. In fact, I read that entire fatwa to you a couple of weeks ago um, on the show. He also wrote here, the God candle is a $100,000 uptick in Bitcoin, and it is in play. It will shift the global axis of wealth and power in a single tick. And I'm going to continue with the thread. Here you can see Bukele, president of El Salvador, actually meeting with this guy who is the head of Qatar. You could say the president, the emir, the prince, however you want to coin it. But obviously talking about something. And that kind of went under the radar, uh, that news. I think there's some more info in this thread here, too. As we scroll down, let's get to the next one. Here are some of the headlines. Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund eyes $500 billion Bitcoin investment. Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund has recently entered the volatile yet promising world of Bitcoin, signaling a significant shift in the global financial landscape. Another headline is a God candle to 100000 possible for Bitcoin. Well, uh, you let me know, family. He also, a headline here, Qatar's rumored 500 billion Bitcoin investment fuels a market frenzy. And one more headline, uh, Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund is reportedly ready to splash a jaw-dropping 500 billion on Bitcoin. Splash, splash. And some more tweets from the high priest. He actually shared this video clip here. It says, Max Kaiser explains the Bitcoin God particle. Where do you think the God candle comes from. Now, when he's referring to God candle, he's suggesting a $100,000 increase of the Bitcoin price on the daily charts. Now, Samson Mao refers to the God candle as a 10,000 price action, and he renamed it the Omega candle. But let me know your thoughts, family. And shout out to Max Kaiser. I def definitely want to retweet uh, this for him. Spread the word. And be sure to check that out on X as I just retweeted it. Now, also, this was news I covered. Maybe, let me see the exact date. This was on January 1st. So the first day of the year to kick off 2024, got 30,000 views. And I wrote, BRICS just officially doubled overnight. Now, welcome UAE, Saudi Arabia, Ethiopia, Egypt, and Iran to the BRICS. Uh, and then quoted Max, the Saudis will make Sailor look like a peanut. A 500 billion Bitcoin buy order triggering a God candle is a done deal. And this was off the back of the news shared by Mario in the fall. BRICS doubles overnight. And I'm sure you've been following the BRICS movement. It's ultimately a movement of de-dollarization of countries collectively gathering around the world. So he wrote here, today the UAE 
<clears throat> Saudi Arabia, Ethiopia, Egypt, and Iran are officially members of BRICS. They join Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa as a formidable economic powerhouse representing 29% of the global GDP and 43% of the global oil production. Although tensions exist between member states such as China and India, BRICS is a growing challenge to the G7. President Xi, quoting him here, I wish to extend a warm welcome to leaders of new BRICS members. And this was a source coming from the IMF themselves, Reuters, and China Daily. So BRICS continues to double, and now you have the Middle Eastern oil money entering BRICS. What do you think is likely to happen next? Let me know your thoughts, fam. Now, regarding government seizure of Bitcoin ETFs, it's important I share this as well, as Max has been blowing the whistle to ultimately never trust your government because all Bitcoin ETF BTC is 100% confiscatable. The only type of Bitcoin unconfiscatable is self-custodied Bitcoin in which you hold the private keys to. So quoting Max, he says, here's basically what can go down. Number one, the government seizes the ETF for national security. What would that look like? Biden writes a letter to Coinbase saying, for national security purposes, we need to seize all the Bitcoin ETF BTC because it's a direct threat to the US dollar. And so therefore it's a direct threat to United States of America. And so therefore Coinbase will be like, okay, government, here's all the Bitcoin. And that's how easy it would be hypothetically. Now, number two, before they send you your US dollars, number three, price moves up 100 Gs. Number four, you pay tax on the gain from the payout. And with what's left, you buy Bitcoin at a price 100,000 higher. Number five, the price crashes. And number six, you are now sitting at a net losing position from where you started. That's right, because you also got to contemplate that when you purchase the ETF, you're doing it with US dollars. And when you exit the ETF, they're giving you the USD equivalent. So what makes you think they can't just say, hey, here's the CBDC equivalent, and you're never going to see the Bitcoin. And then by the time you try to purchase the Bitcoin, maybe it does shoot up 100,000 as he's suggesting here. Don't put it past them. We're dealing with tyrants, family, 100%. If you think Bitcoin ETF, BTC, can and will be seized by corrupt governments, put a one in the live chat. Let me know, family. And some more tweets. He wrote, the GBTC Bitcoin rotation dance will soon hit equilibrium and new all-time highs will quickly follow. The net inflow into Bitcoin is rising. The rotation out of GBTC is masking a net increase in demand. An inflection point is imminent. $220,000 is in play. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment. We know GBTC can only sell so much Bitcoin onto the open market. Eventually, it's going to run dry. And then, you know, you already know the name of the game. And some more tweets here. A desperate Jamie Dimon has teamed up with Liz Warren to write new bills that mandate Satoshi's going to increase the Bitcoin supply. And if you missed the interview at Davos, ultimately, Jamie Dimon, the corrupt banker and CEO of uh, JP Morgan Chase, he ultimately said, how can we trust that Satoshi doesn't come back uh, and uh, ex extend the uh, supply a Bitcoin past 21 million. No one believes it's going to stop at 21 million. So yeah, this is the latest uh, Bitcoin FUD family. You can't make this ish up. Now also, 
Max tweeted here, I like Arc B. Kathy Wood is the Michael Saylor of fund managers. She does her homework and a full disclosure. I put $100,000 of my petty cash, aka fiat trash, into Arc B yesterday. So he is a big fan of Kathy Wood. He's been sharing a lot of her stuff and he is now has an investment in her fund. And this was the uh, newborn nine tweet that Eric Balchunez made, the ETF expert. This is interesting. The newborn nine actually saw a 34% jump in volume today versus yesterday. Normally with a hyped up launch, you see volume steadily decrease each day post-launch. It's rare to see it reverse back up. All but one saw a jump too, but GBTC changed flat. So it wasn't a volatility thing, but a good sign in my opinion. A couple of more tweets. He wrote here, Barry Silver will be seen by history as number one, Bitcoin early adopter. If you don't know who he is, he was basically the president or head guy or founder of Grayscale. Number two, beat Gensler and the SEC in court to get the Bitcoin ETS approved. Now, this is significant because in Gensler's own words in a recent interview, after allowing and accepting the Bitcoin ETFs to go live, like all 11 of them, he said, if it wasn't for losing the court battle against the uh, Grayscale, that they would have never changed their stance and allowed the Bitcoin ETF. Let's not forget, for 10 years, the SEC denied spot Bitcoin ETF while approving futures. And Grayscale ultimately sued them and they lost that lawsuit in court. And as a result, Gary was forced, they forced his hand over at the SEC to approve the ETFs. And now Gary is still spitting rubbish. Uh, use case is uh, illicit activity. Meanwhile, uh, they did studies and it's like 98% of dollars and US fiat capital has traces of drugs on it. Guess what? Drugs are illegal. So the US dollar is the prime suspect for the biggest use case of illicit activity. I just want to point out the obvious. Number three, New York agreement, big blocker fork wars, loser, thanks to the folks over at uh, Bitfinex. So I just found it very interesting that he had to step down. I think it was some sort of internal play with regulators because they made CZ step down, the CEO of Binance, and replace him with some suit who's probably going to play ball with the SEC. You know what I mean? It's like an insider from their organization and probably did something similar with Grayscale now that we actually got the ETS, but I'd love to know your thoughts on that family. Now, Max also wrote here, centralized garbage going to one penny, referring to XRP, which has now officially been the worst performing crypto asset in the top 10 since uh, after 2017. Now, 2017, I got to give credit, uh, XRP was the number one uh, performing crypto asset of the entire ecosystem, right? But since then, it's kind of just been surviving. What are your thoughts on that? Do you agree with the sentiment of Max or disagree? Now, another headline, they actually made a story on it. Max Kaiser expects XRP to crash to one penny, but I actually want to focus just here in this one story. Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund eyeing this 500 billion Bitcoin investment. Let's go. Now, the move by uh, Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund is likely motivated by the potential for substantial returns and an increasing acceptance of Bitcoin as a legitimate asset class. So let's explore this news. Bitcoin pioneering crypto uh, has witnessed surge in institutional interest in recent years with major corporations and financial institutions incorporating it into their investment portfolios. Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund, responsible for managing the country's vast oil and gas-generated wealth, is now positioning itself. It is I, uh, its idea is to leverage and benefit of this evolving financial landscape. And you can see the news here. You got a picture with Bukele along with the Amir of 
Qatar. Just then, Max reports of rumors that Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund has entered the Bitcoin market and could be interested in purchasing up to $500 billion worth a BTC. This move by Qatar's Sovereign Wealth Fund also reflects the growing trend of institutional investors diversifying their portfolios by allocating funds to digital assets, recognizing the potential for higher returns as well as long-term value. Now, do you think they will convert this Sovereign Wealth Fund into Bitcoin? Do you think it'll be the entire thing? Do you think it'll be a portion? Do you think it'll be a long-term play? Whatever your ideas or thoughts are, let me know, family. Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund is known for its meticulous and strategic investment decisions. It often focuses on assets with long-term growth and potential. And by entering the Bitcoin market, their Sovereign Wealth Fund is making a bold statement about its confidence and the longevity and resilience of digital currencies. Bitcoin specifically. This could also catalyze other sovereign wealth funds and institutional investors to explore opportunities within the crypto space. So actually, I want to discuss this really quick. That's just one sovereign wealth fund from one small country. What happens when there's game theory in full effect, just like we witnessed this year in 2024 with the spot ETFs? What if you got a sovereign wealth fund from Saudi Arabia, Qatar, who knows, India, China, Russia. Yeah, I mean, what are some other spots? Uh, Canada, potentially, Panama, maybe some more countries in South America, like Suriname, who already announced adopting Bitcoin and taking 1% of their central bank reserves, putting it into the King Crypto. Yeah, I mean, what if, what if Argentina, massive population. You got Javier Malay at the, the helm right now, leading their country, and he is anti-establishment, so he claims, and anti-CBDCs, anti-central bank. What happens when all of these countries come in together to purchase Bitcoin, and everyone's trying to outdo each other, kind of like the wealthy people with yachts? I got a yacht. My yacht is bigger. You should see my yacht. You know what I mean? Same concept. We call this game theory, and it's in effect, in the flesh, right now. What's going to happen? We have more nations around the world adopting Bitcoin. What if Colombia adopts Bitcoin as a legal tender? Do you know their president is actually a Bitcoin holder? We know this as fact because Samson Mao orange pilled him. He actually went down to Colombia and gifted the president 100,000 Satoshis, right? So you know they're talking about it. What about Mexico? What if they were to adopt Bitcoin as a legal tender? So you have game theory playing out in all elements and aspects right now with BTC, and we're just getting started. So let me know your thoughts, family. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!